Hey, person that I may not know, but I love. My name is Patrick. I'm so glad that you're listening. Here are some of my thoughts and ideas and different things that I believe is going to help you out in some kind of way. Thanks for listening. Later. So I, I want to talk. I just have some some things on my heart, and I want to share one of my favorite scripture uh, with you guys, just because it's it's really been it's, it's one of those those scriptures that I kind of go to uh, where God just speaks to me uh, constantly uh, when I kind of get off track or when I'm when I'm facing something, and it's been one of the the very things that kind of uh, also uh, helped encourage me so much uh, to not do it in my own strength. And the scripture is Proverbs three five through six. And in the Amplified Translation, it reads this way. It says, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. And so what I want to do, I just want to, I want to talk to you and, and just really break this thing down um, for you guys, just to kind of help if, if you're dealing with something as far as, you know, you feel like something's in your way or you feel, you know, you don't know what to do, or you just feel like you can't get that, that break. Um, this is a principle that will allow for you to go into that smooth and straight path Um that God has for you and not only to go in that direction, but he, the Bible says that he will make your path straight and smooth, which means that you don't have to do it. Um, and so let's, let's go to that first part as far as like trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. I remember I was, it, it was years ago. I was speaking at some youth camp. I think, and I remember kind of like, it was one of the first times I had ever spoken. And I remember like writing down this, I think I, I might've been speaking from this, this verse actually, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I remember writing down, you know, all this stuff. And then one of these things that, that popped up to me was, was this scripture or th- this part of like, you know, when you're in love, um, teenage love, whatever kind of love, like it's those butterflies, it's those things that, you know, you'll do anything like before you might not have time, you know, you might, you may be working if, if, if you're, if you're older or you, you, you may not have the, the time in your schedule to, to hang out. But like when you're in love, you make those things happen. And so, uh, I remember my, my wife and I, it was, it was, you know, we, we, we constantly like hung out and, and did things. And it was like all this kind of devotion, this devotion taken away from other things and given to, to, to our time together. And, you know, what happens is when you do that, whether it's with a job that you're, you're learning or, or a relationship, one of the things that happens when you spend time with it is that you, uh, you start to trust, you start to rely confidently on the ability. Your your brain actually does this awesome part of just creating these habits and, and these deals to help you um, you know, just waste less energy, waste less calories on doing that very thing. But when you, you trust and rely confidently, the scripture says, on the Lord with all your heart. And so this thing of, you know, when you trust something with your heart, when you love something with, with your heart, like I, like I was saying before, you create space for it. You know, 
Uh, but one of the things that happens is when somebody, or let's just say, for example, when somebody betrays you, um, you know, or they hurt you, there, there's a, there's a kink in that, that trust for them, or you may, you may completely, uh, not trust them at all. Um, what happens is you, your confidence starts to kind of deter from that relationship or, or deter from that trust. But notice that in the scripture, it says trust in and rely, trust in and rely. When I say a very simple analogy, when I sit on a chair, you know, I have a pretty uh, good sense that this chair is going to hold me up. And so I, I rely on it. I, I, I trust. And there's even a confidence because over time I've experienced sitting in chairs. Like now, let's say I sit in a chair and it breaks. That's going to be, a you know, I may be a little bit more hesitant in, in the next chair that I sit in. Uh, and so my confidence may not be there. But what the Lord is saying, he's saying trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with, or, or, sorry, on the Lord with all your heart. Um, so there's this trust and there's this this reliance that has to be confidence, you know, and confidence, confident trust and reliance comes from this this constant communication with the Lord. But the second part, notice is with all your heart. OK, he didn't say with all your mind. Uh, well, actually, the second part of this verse, it says, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. One translation says, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Um, and, and, and mind, but notice that he says heart first, which means that there is something logically that you can't comprehend. There's, there's a trust that you can't, you can't logically comprehend. You can't logically, uh, rely on because you have to do it with your heart. Okay. And this, this passage of scripture has two parts, um, of it. It's trusting and relying with your heart and, not relying on your own insight or or understanding your own mind your own your own natural experience from what you can calculate from it with your with your your five natural senses but God tells us to trust and rely confidently with all our heart on to him and so and do not rely on your own insight or understanding one of the things just like experiencing things can be uh, hindering or, or, or experiencing things could be beneficial in growing, you know, in, in a relationship. Uh, another thing is it can be very hindering too, as somebody who wants to do this life of faith, who somebody wants to really pursue after, after God in this way of, of just trust and, and, and obedience uh, and walk this, this kingdom lifestyle. One of the things that could be, be very um, detrimental to our walk is when we allow what we've experienced from our past to dictate um, what we're heading to in our in our future, and what I mean by that is, you know, we we go through life and we go through these things, and you know, stuff hurts. You know, people that loves us uh, do things that hurt us, and and things and, and just may display characteristics that that that's not equivalent to love, and it hurts. And you know, over time, what'll happen is you'll hold on. To stuff and you'll harbor you'll harbor things and it, it'll produce this bitterness it'll produce this this thing of okay oh yeah i experienced that before and i know how that's gonna go type deal and so you start subconscious like programming yourself to like just uh not believe the best for that situation which in 
1 Corinthians 13, an, another uh, scripture that I like it uh, in the Passion Translation, I be, it talks about how love believes the best about a thing. Um, and so this thing of when we experience this hurt, when we, when we experience these failed expectations, it could be so easy to let that experience dictate our trust, to dictate, uh, you know, what we rely on. You know, when, when you've been hurt, it's like I, I remember one time I just had this situation where it was, you know, I, there was there were some things that that had happened where it really kind of it hurt me in the sense of like, man, this person said that they love me, but I can't depend on them. And, you know, kind of growing growing up in just a traumatic childhood and just my own own things. What happens is I I said, no, I'll just do it for myself. Like, I don't have to do that. And that just kind of that that experience with, with the person that was way later on. Uh, you know, kind of getting past all all that stuff from my childhood, but like it, it just kind of like reared that thing up to be. You know what? I, I'll just do it myself. And so, what happens is when we adopt that kind of mentality, when we adopt that mindset, it it draws us away from that trust and reliance with confidence on the Lord with our heart, because it starts to pull us away. This pride takes us captive, and so. One of the things is that that's kind of, you know, we, we start to logically think, oh, well, you know, if, if they're doing X, Y, Z, then I'm not going to do this. Or if, you know, this is how it happened last time, so I'm not going to do that. And we start to rely on our own insight and understanding. And when we do that, our confidence in the Lord is um, slowly uh, fading away and then it becomes confidence on what we can see what we can feel what we can experience with our natural senses with our mind versus being being governed by our trust and reliance that's uh in confidence in the lord with our heart and so and then the second part of this scripture the proverbs 3 verse 6 it says in all your ways acknowledge or in all your ways, and the translation reads, know and acknowledge and recognize him. This is this is so cool um, and so beautiful because the, the, the scripture says, in all your ways, not some of your ways, not, not just your Sunday, not just your Wednesday, not just when you meet up with your small group, in all of your ways. And that's, that's also one of the things I love about God so much and just the life that we see Jesus live. Like it wasn't this categorized, like compartmentalized type life. It was literally like his mission was everything. His purpose was everything. And in three years time of him really kind of doing this, this, his ministry, you know, started off, it changed everything. But what did he do in all of his ways? In all of your ways, know. What does that mean to know? I know, you know, going back to relationship-wise, when you know somebody, there's a, there's, when you experience, you know, okay, have you ever had that friend, you know, where you kind of, you you talk, you, you hit off or whatever, and you're talking, you're sharing stories, and just over time, you, you make it tell like, okay, this relationship just kind of builds. You, you start to know this person. You know what they like. Uh, one of the things I love that Allie does is uh, she she's so intentional in, in so many areas, but one of the things, she'll pay attention to what the kids say that they want. 
And so she'll 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 pay attention. And what's happening is as she's paying attention to them, like she she's knowing their wants and, and she puts it on a list and, and that'll be kind of like she'll have her own undisclosed uh, Christmas list uh, to, to get people uh, stuff or to get get the kids with and, and, and other people. And, but it's like this this know it's this experiencing life with somebody where you begin to know the way that they think, you begin to know the way that they act, you begin to know their characteristics, you begin to, to know them. And it's uh, the, the Bible, you know, if you go to the, the root of this word, it's actually this experiential knowledge. You know, you can study something from afar. You could you could watch Facebook, TikTok, like you, you could do these things. But there's something that happens when you decide, know what, I'm going to put some skin in the game and I'm going to experience this for myself. Um, that you start to know the things. When we know the characteristics of God, one of the easiest ways to do that is by reading, you know, the Gospels. Uh, the Bible says that when we see Jesus, we see God. When we see the life of Jesus, the way that He acted, the way that He responded to people, what 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 He said, these these things, the way that you know where 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 He went, you know, the way that He was led. When we see these things, we begin to know God. And so what happens is when we know God, it actually helps us uh, do these next two parts that this scripture says, which is acknowledge and recognize. Okay, to acknowledge some someone is more so in the point of you create space you to give a to esteem a certain value to something. So you acknowledge, you show, um, you give your attention to this person this this place you acknowledge it um one of, one of the worst things that which i used to i used to say hey, i had a cousin who we would argue and he would always get under my skin by doing this one thing and what he would do is he would ignore me i would be talking hey what you know just we, we'd be arguing or whatever and then once he shut down like he just stopped and like it irked my nerves so bad but what was he doing? He was ignoring me. He wasn't even acknowledging my existence. Um, one of the things I like to do, which I'm probably kind of more weird, but uh, it also might be like a Southern thing too. But like, I love smiling at people. Uh, this one, <laughs> it's so funny. This uh, one, one time I went to Circle K, like it was like late at night. I think I was leaving preaching somewhere and it was late and I, I really needed gas. And so, like, I go in, and I'm, I'm usually pretty uh, chirpy for the most part. Uh, but I, I was I was in Circle K getting gas, and I felt like you know I'm always smiling at people uh, in stores and things. But I felt like the this that God had told me to tell this lady that Jesus loves her, and like this is like late at night. This is you know when all the it, it's kind of you know when you go to Walmart late at night and you see like those just different unique looking people. Um, this is kind of like that time frame where, where those different unique looking people are out, which is most likely why I was out anyway. But, uh, I tell her that, Hey, Jesus loves you. And like, while I'm walking out the door and like, she looks at me and she just stares and she says, you're high, huh? And I'm like, no, I just, I, I love Jesus. Like you're high as a kite, get out of here. And I'm like, no, okay, bye. <laughs> But it's this thing of just like acknowledging that that's one kind of example of acknowledging him 
uh, in a moment and then responding, uh, which is one of the, the best ways that we can acknowledge him. Like there's, there's a part where we acknowledge in worship, where we just, you know, we think about, uh, where we acknowledge him in praise and we think about the awesome things that he did in our life and, and these, these things that he brought us through and, and you know, um, just the, the, this life that we get to live knowing, uh, God's love. And it's acknowledging that, but one of the best things that that helps us with the, this next part um, is when we're when we acknowledge Him, and so we create that space for Him with our in our attention. He speaks, and then we obey. Okay, because what that is, is one of the ways to honor honor Him and honor His word is by obeying, being obedient in in what He is telling us to specifically do, and then what happens over time is that we begin to recognize him more and we can read the bible we can listen to sermons and we can do all these things but to recognize him you have to know how he operates you have to know how he how he would you have to know his nature you have to know how he would respond to certain situations and so to 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 know him to acknowledge him and then to recognize him is is a very a very beautiful thing because you recognize something that you're familiar with it is part of part of what this this word is is conveying but to recognize something you can't recognize something uh necessarily that you, you don't know like it, it's it's unfamiliar to you. you have to experience it, and then the next time you're like, oh, like I recognize that. Like that's that. Uh, one of the things is, you know, you could have a. Let's say one one of the deals that that I love over the years that walking through people with is these ways of thinking that's not godly, that's not beneficial for their for their future. And uh, a lot of times we it's one of the things with uh, we call it uh, unfamiliar spirit. Or uh, you know, a demon just kind of like attached to them to a certain way of thinking that, that has has programmed them to think a certain way. Well, one of the things um, that happens is when you help when you walk somebody through this and you realize you help them say like, okay, that's not your thought. Uh, that's not that that was never you. That was because this lie that you believe uh, that this thing attached itself to you. And you know what happens is if there's still like a pattern that was created. Uh, from that unfamiliar spirit, and so, to you, what happens is you ha- when you're when you're coming out of that, you have to recognize those pattern of thinking, and then when you recognize it, then you're able to point to the source of like, okay, that's not God, that's that's not me. Like that was this this negative, uh, that was this unfamiliar spirit that was trying to say that this was a personality trait of mine, which which was a lie, and so over time when you when you know and you acknowledge, we begin to recognize him in our everyday life, in all of our ways. So one of the ways that that may look like is, let's just say um, that you're walking through the store and you feel like a certain kind of, you know, you just have like a certain thought or maybe you feel like a certain sensation or, or, or you experience like a certain emotion. Uh, one one of the, the ways to to recognize him is to know the way that he speaks to you personally. Because he, each and every person, he has a very unique language. It may be similar to somebody else's, but like God is so personal that he wants to speak to you directly. Like he has like this unique 
secret language that, that just you and him can understand. He actually designed you, every part of your being, your, your physical being, every single part of you, he designed to hear him, to recognize him, to know him, to acknowledge him. And so it's this beautiful thing in all of our ways, you know, those ways that we want to, that we don't want him to be a part of and those ways that, you know, we're like, okay, God, come in and, and, you know, be God, be Lord. But these things in all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him. And what happens when we do this? What happens when we train ourselves to trust and rely uh, on him with all our heart and to, 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 um, push back that that need to want to rely on our own insight and understandings and and when we bring them to every single part of our life what happens is this he will make your path straight and smooth removing obstacles that block your way so the bible literally says that he will make your paths straight and smooth. Does that mean that you will make? I mean, according to the scripture, it, it doesn't mean it. It says he will make. But what do, what do we have to do? We need to trust in him. We need to, to not rely on our own opinions. We need to rely on him with all our heart, with all our love, with, with all our soul strength and might to, to guide us. To acknowledge him in, in every one of the, the best ways to to train ourselves in, in acknowledging him in every in all of all, all of the in all our ways is to you know practice acknowledging him in the little things until it becomes a habit. I remember I, I practiced uh okay guy, like what, what shirt do you want me to wear? Like I did that and it might sound silly, but what I was doing, I was training my I was training my myself to acknowledge him. To know him, to 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 recognize him, and so what I, I want to end it with this uh, is Proverbs three six in the Passion translation, and it reads it reads this way: it says, "Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. He will lead you wherever you go." When we get this right, when our trust and our reliance on Him with with all our heart is right, when we're when we're not, uh, get, when we don't allow ourselves to get into the pride game where we we rely on our own opinions and insights and understandings, when we when we're intentional in acknowledging Him, knowing Him, and recognizing Him in all our ways, He leads us wherever we go. It's this beautiful blend of just spending time with Him, just experiencing Him. You know, you may start off like in prayer. Like, okay, God, like, what do I do? Where do I go? And you may even have seasons for that. But over time, what happens is it becomes so ingrained in you, so, so intertwined with your life, is that wherever you go is actually led by the Lord, whether you know it or not, whether he spoke it or not. It's this thing of your desires become his desires. And then in that moment, this is the moment where obstacles are removed this is the moment where breakthrough happens this is the moment where where our lives are changed where our lives look different from the world which is striving stressing worrying 
uh, you know, it's this thing of when we when we just do this in the kingdom, when we just trust and rely on him. When we when we learn his ways and, and, and everything, when we acknowledge him and recognize him in every single part of our lives, he makes our paths straight and smooth. He leads us wherever we go. So I just want to, I, I pray for, for, for you who are listening to this. I just, I just pray that whatever you may be going through right now, that God will, tr- will increase your desire to trust and rely on him and to not need to rely on yourself. One of the most freeing things that we can experience um, in pursuing God and, and living this life with Jesus and, and that's led by the, the Holy Spirit is relinquishing control. It could seem scary at first. It could seem, you know, even uh, maybe thoughts of uh, anxious thoughts can like rise up and, and, and this disturbance could just kind of like rise up in, in your belly. But it's one of the most freeing things when you get to that place and you say, God, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I trust you and I'm relying on you. So correct. If if I need to do something, let me know. If I don't need to do something, let me know. If you know, um, I might do it, but you know, let me know. If you don't want me to, like, it's this it's this very thing of, of knowing and acknowledging and recognizing him, and just having this conversation, this communication, or this connection with him that where he leads you, and like it's so freeing to not have to be in control, but to know and trust confidently. If you don't do it with confidence, what happens is you may get into this place where you're trying to trust in him and rely on him, but you're scared. But when you experience him, when when over time you see that he's faithful to always fulfill what he's promised you, what happens is there's this confidence that builds up to say, you know what? I may be facing this obstacle right now, but I know that God can bring me through this because he's done it before, because I know his ways and I acknowledge him and I recognize him. And I know that just like he brought me through before, he won't let me stay here. And so it's freeing to relinquish that control and say, okay, God, I know that you have me. I know that you got this. I know that this situation is going to work out in some way. And I know that it's going to be good because you're a good God who loves me. And that is when our lives change. Obstacles are removed, passed, or or straightened out. And then the way that he has intended for us to go is unblocked. Because... In the end, it's really our own insights. It's really our pride. It's really ourselves that's blocking this path. Um, so I bless you. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, let me know. Give me some feedback. Uh, feel free to, to message me or, or any other things to, to share what God spoke to you through this. Um, or just to care, if you have a curious conversation or, or, or want to debate, uh, you know, come back. I, I, I would love to talk and disconnect uh, with you. So later.